And we're live. Hey, we did it. Nice. Hey. Merry Christmas Eve doing? Eve, guys. Tomorrow's Hi, Christmas yes. Eve, as they say. Or as they say. Boxing Day Eve Eve Eve. What? That's oh, today. Man. Okay. Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you say Boxing Day. I heard Oxen Day. I'm like, what the heck's Oxen no. Day? <laughs> Didn't realize you we were just really oxes. into cattle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who isn't, right? Yeah. If, we really, if we really think about it. I guess you're right. I haven't thought fully about it. Have you guys uh in the have you guys been doing Christmas stuff with the family at all? Nope. My family only came up yet uh Tuesday. They only okay. fl- got in here Tuesday and I'm gonna see them Christmas Day. Nice. Nice. Right on. What about you, Paul? You got Christmas plans? Uh traveling tomorrow after work. Back Sunday at some point. I mean, God willing, if the roads are okay, because they are garbage tonight. Oh, no, they were trash today, for sure. So, I don't think there's bad. any more snow in the forecast for the next couple of days, though. Yeah, I don't think so, either. I did yeah. have to drive uh, uh, my girlfriend to the airport, uh, and it started snowing just as I was leaving, so the blizzard hit as I was driving back. That was fun. Yep. Fun. Stop making loud plastic adjusting noises here in a minute. Uh, Paul, that's Edmonton you're going to, I'm assuming? Yeah, driving up to Edmonton. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, what have you guys been doing this last week? Work. Folding these things. <laughs> uh, which is what? These are uh, box protectors for console games. Oh. So, like, a Super Nintendo or N64 box fits in this thing. A bo- I ordered a box of them, like a, like a giant bag of them, like the other day, and they showed up yesterday. So I'm like, okay, well, guess I'm doing uh, plastic origami for the next little bit. It's true. You can't let them cool. deteriorate. Got to get that museum quality. I mean, well, it's not even the museum quality as much as the fact that, like, it makes them way easier to store. Like, a bunch of the SNES games I got were, like, rental copies, so their boxes just dented in completely. So they just like some are like lie perfectly flat and some are just like, here's a weird misshapen form. So these things keep them pretty uniform. Nice. Right on. And did you get like a bunch of like different sizes and shapes? Yeah. So that's the Super Nintendo N64. This is NES. I'm assuming you didn't get it for ones that are in like DVD cases. No, no. Uh, You can get those, but I... The majority of those I feel like I don't need at the moment. I'm sure that'll happen at some point, but these are like Game Boy and Game uh, Virtual Boy and Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Okay. Cool. Right on. Yeah, I would assume that's a little bit of overkill once it's in like a case, a plastic case. It depends. Like I've got some games that are just like, oh yeah, you're worth a couple hundred bucks. Maybe I should try to keep you safe. But then there's like, I don't think my copy of NHL 2003 really needs one at the moment. Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. I do regret as a kid having thrown away all my Game Boy boxes. I have none of those. I'm mad my parents threw them away. I think they did it when I was gone to school one day because it was taking up too much space. I would have definitely taken up too much space. I also carried all my Game Boy like they were all like in a fanny pack and I didn't Mm. like ever wear the fanny pack, but that's just how I transported all my Game Boy games. Um, I get you on that. I had like an over the shoulder bag. Like it just sure. had like a little strap and then like it 
it was like a little square, a giant square that just had Game Boy on it. And you just zipped it up. It had like a spot for the games and the battery pack and everything was great. Nice. I've seen those for the Switch yeah. and they're they're about the size of a Switch, like a Switch case. So you're mm. it's a shoulder bag that all you can carry is a Switch. And I think that's ridiculous. That kind of sucks. That's yeah. pretty bad. Like who's doing that, right? Just a kid on the way to his friend's house. That's it. Doesn't need anything else. Not even a water bottle. Just needs a switch, I guess. If you're into it enough. Paul, what's the weirdest way you've uh, transported game stuff? The weirdest way? I don't really have a great uh, story for this because I wasn't really into handhelds or anything. But I did have a friend that on his monitor on not his monitor his pc case he had two like he installed two hooks or whatever so that he could put a strap on it and like carry it <laughs> easily oh man okay that wasn't a gaming thing so much as it he was um a comp uh sci engineer type person so he needed his uh computer for a bunch of different stuff at that time like he moved it around a lot and he was just oh. moving all the time. But okay. um, but like he also gamed. So it's still kind of is ridiculous either way. Just seeing somebody carry their uh, computer tower like it's a bag, essentially. That is definitely ridiculous. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Weirdest thing is. I, I keep all the, my console boxes, so if I ever need to transport them, I put them in their box for the most I do part. The same. Yeah. Yep. Um. Or I'll just put my Xbox in like my backpack when I like when I brought it up north here. It's just in a backpack or my luggage. So yeah, it's not that weird, I guess. I don't know. Do you have a weird thing, John? Um, I mean, the weirdest thing I did was like in university, I my like bag for my school books also had an Xbox and an NES in it. And that's about it. That's pretty just in weird. case you needed to have something in class. We um we used to take control of one of the classrooms after all the lectures were done, and we would hook up to the display projectors and sure, stuff sure, there. right on. Yeah. yeah, no, we definitely did that as well for sure. Good times, man. I should have done that more than I did. I only did that for like a rock band tournament once. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the show. Uh, this is the top in perspective. The second last one of the year. Hey. Yeah. Uh, it's December 23rd. Maybe you're listening to this on Christmas. Good for you. I'm Merry Sean Christmas. Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And, uh, John, have you been playing anything? Not in my spare time. The only things I really played were on stream this week, so I'll just give you my game clearing update. Okay. Right, this okay. week we did we did two games on Monday. We did Sayonara Wild Hearts. Nice. That's a great game. That game hurts my eyes. Holy shit. Sure. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah, no. My eyes were like I had to keep blinking by the end of the game because like was that one stage where I think you're against the wolves and the camera keeps zooming in and out constantly? Oh my god, that was the worst. But like Is, is that the one the, where there's like a mech? I think it's the one before the mech. Okay. It's where you're it's where like you meet the gang and then they like they give you drugs or something. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That whole game is kind of you're on drugs, so I don't I'm not, mm. I'm not sure if you actually do get any drugs, but I love the way that game looks. The soundtrack is awesome. 
Yeah, no, the soundtrack was fantastic. Uh, the game was fun to play. A bit, a bit weird at times because sometimes I couldn't tell exactly where I positioned because the sure. like the way it camera tracks you moves around a bit. I remember like the first person view on the motorcycle. For some reason, I felt like I was a bit more right or left than what I thought I was doing. I could see that, but yep. uh, the game was fun. Otherwise, like I said, it did hurt my eyes. Though I found I was like my eyes were dry and I had to keep blinking constantly, like hours after the game was done. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, we also played through right after that McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is on the Genesis. This is the first game the company Treasure ever made. Uh, so the wow. Treasure made Gunstar Heroes, Ikaruga, Guardian Heroes, a bunch of games that I love and adore. And it's just really funny that their first game as a company was was that. Yeah. Nice. I had this right. game as a kid. <laughs> it was all right. That's it. That's it for me. Okay. <laughs> Paul, you and I played the gunk. We did. One of the very few uh, December releases still yeah. left. Um, how much of it did you beat it? Yeah. So it's did a, I. Yeah. I, I was reading somebody say it's about six hours and I don't know what game they were playing because I beat it in four and I took a my time with it it's how long to short. beat had it about four and a half i didn't actually know sure. what my time was it, I, it wouldn't have been six but i did everything in there i scanned every got every scan got every upgrade mm-hmm. so i mean i guess it all depends on how how long the puzzles take you to do right yeah and like, if you really get, even if you really scour it, you're not going to get another hour and a half out of that from four and a half hours. So sure that, yeah, I don't know what they were on, but that is a very short game. Uh, it's good, though. Um, it looks pretty. It looks pretty good. I kind of like just the environments that they throw you in. It's pretty basic, but I mean, it's a fun mechanic. You're just vacuum stuff up and it's satisfying. <laughs> so I like it. Yeah, you're uh like you're these like two adventure women spaceship crew that land on a planet because um, there's like a big power source that they they track and they're like, hey, maybe we can get a hold of whatever the power source is and we can make some money on it. And then yeah. as you're progressing around, you play a woman who has like a robot arm that's I guess it's actually a vacuum arm, and then you come across this gunk that you can mm -hmm. suck up, and it's it's pretty much just like a puzzle platformer. The puzzles are really not that hard, so uh, I yeah. I even kind of uh, hesitate to call it a puzzle platformer and more just a platformer. Yeah, um, but yeah, pretty chill time. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so yep. you know worth checking out. I personally wouldn't say like you need to put it to the top of your to play list. Agreed. But if you're looking for something to play, the gunk's not a bad time. Yeah, it's. It's totally serviceable and it doesn't last longer than it needs to. In fact, it could stand to maybe be just a little bit longer, but it's fine. It For Game Pass, it's hard to complain. You just install it, have a decent night, and then uninstall it. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. Good time. Um, yeah. And that's all I played this week that's worth talking about. Yeah, I think I also, I know what else you played. Uh, I finished up Forgotten <laughs> City. I didn't put it here because I'm not going to talk about it, except uh, people should play that game. I think it was oh, woefully yeah. underlooked in a lot of 
com- conversations and it won't be on our conversation for game of the year. Okay. I'll say. I'll, I'll say like on my Twitter list, people really like it. Uh, so I was, I'm happy to see that. Um, but you came away positive then. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get all the endings? I think there's like four. So I got three and then the last one I looked up and I was doing what it said to do and it wasn't triggering. And then it was one of them is literally the exact same ending as another one. So I was like, fine, whatever. I also got three of them because something wasn't triggering. So I wonder if it's the exact same one that we both weren't able to get for some reason. Yeah, it's with one of the characters that you find later. Apparently, there's one way to do it and then another way to do it with like a group of other people or something. And I couldn't get it to work one. I can't remember which way. Okay. I think yeah, I, I did it solo. I don't fully remember specifically. Um, it was a little while ago. I also had some achievements that wouldn't load for me when I would, would do the specific action and whatnot. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of jank in there <laughs> for sure. <laughs> there's a little jank. Um, but I mean, there is one true canon ending and oh, yeah. that ending is fantastic. I, it made me so happy and I didn't want to like ruin my last thoughts about that game trying to find like an ending that wouldn't trigger and just being frustrated. So I just stopped. It's pretty crazy how close to 12 minutes that game came out and it's kind of doing a similar yeah. thing, but just like way better. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that, I guess let's do a little bit of news short. We're, we're flying through these. There's not a lot of news either. End of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> couple couple things about Telltale Games. So, if you remember at the Game Awards, Telltale Games announced an Expanse game, and the big question was kind of, what is ex- who exactly is Telltale Games at the moment? Yeah. Um, they came out. They put a little a quick little fact on their Twitter that kind of answers. So, like one of the questions here is, who are we? Um, and the answer they have is, you know, we're industry veterans, former members and fans of the original Telltale on honoring that legacy of great storytelling. We're using a new engine, Unreal, while substantially developing a whole seasons at once. And yes, we announced The Wolf Among Us two, season two uh, back in December of 2019. So uh, it's it's hard to tell exactly who from the previous Telltale it is. Um but it is nice to see that they're doing a new engine because I remember a lot of the complaints near the end of Telltale ga- uh, games was that some of their games were starting to, you know, run pretty poorly because they were still on the proprietary engine and the, and the games weren't like growing so much. But uh, yeah, so I think the, the new engine is good for that. Um, there was also and what might be more interesting is there's an article over on Game Informer where um they answered a whole bunch of questions about who they are, how this kind of became uh, what it is. So if you're really curious about some behind the scenes stuff of what's going on with Telltale, go check out Game Informer. And there's a good interview over there uh, with the current CEO. Hmm. Okay. Uh, short one right here. Turtle Rock Studios has been acquired by Tencent. Okay. Sure. sure. Yeah. Turtle Rock being uh, back for blood most recently and originally left for dead. Um, you know, nothing really to say about that besides that's a thing. Okay. Guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
And the last story we have here is that Hades has won a Hugo Award, which is the first video game to ever do that. Okay. Interesting. For those who don't know, the Hugo Award is an annual literary award presented to science fiction or fantasy works. Um, and they branched out a bit to do a video game one. Uh, they've branched out into like other pieces of work before. Uh, not video game stuff, but outside of like... Uh, you know, novels and, and specific literature. So just the other games nominated that, uh, Hades beat out were spirit fairer, the last of us Two, animal crossing, new horizons, final fantasy seven remake and blaze ball. Yeah. Kind of an odd choice. Like some of those are definitely like, you know, pretty narrative focused. I could see like, there's a story animal crossing, new horizons. Yeah. What? And then also, I'm shocked that Blaze Ball is there. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's, it, it's weird. Blaze Ball is the weird quasi baseball. I guess that thing is all storytelling. So okay. Oh, for sure. That's it's all like, it is, in fact. <laughs> it's like kind of a game. It's <laughs> it's just a weird good for Blaze Ball. Yeah, why not, right? Good for Blaze Ball. It's an honor to be nominated. Yeah. Um and yeah, that's the news. Like I said, it's the end of the year, so news isn't really happening anymore. I'd be surprised if there's any news next week. Nice um, and quiet. Short podcast. Short podcast. That's what it's looking Woo! like. Let's do some questions. Yeah. If people want to send in questions, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, and I will read this first one. What is your favorite Christmas slash Christmas themed video game to play? Note, Die Hard rules apply. So any game that takes place during or around the holiday season counts like Bayonetta 2 or several different Yakuza games. Okay, sure. Um, I mean, Parasite Eve, I replayed it this year. It's still one of my favorites. If I had to pick a favorite, it's probably Ghost Trick. Okay. Is Um, Ghost Trick around Christmas? I know Phoenix Wright 1 is. Uh, I don't don't remember Phoenix Wright 1's setting, but because, like, uh, Ghost Trick ends on, like, Christmas dinner with, like, the big turkey, and they're all having dinner together. I think that's correct. Again, it's been a long time. It's been so long, I don't remember, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, Christmas, almost Christmas, is a big uh, running gag in one of the major one of the major cases in the first game okay uh, uh miles morales was, was fun gonna, i was gonna say that one that's christmas oh, for yeah, sure. miles morales good one yep Bandit <laughs> it, two, obviously solid game isn't yep. arkham city christmas and that's their reason for why there's nobody but bad guys on the street uh what? i think that's one arkham knight arkham you're thinking of yeah one arkham, of them is is that arkham yeah. knight okay I guess it's, I guess it's Ar- either Knight or it's the what's the one where they like a different team made it. It's or Origins. Year one. Origins. It's Origins. Yeah. It's actually might be Origins. Okay. Yeah. One of them. They're like, well, it's Christmas time. So everybody's at home and that's why there's no humans around, which is which is a hilarious idea. I didn't play a lot of it, but Dead Rising 4. Oh, yeah. No, Dead Rising 4 was fun until you got to the ending. <laughs> Never got there. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. No one did because you had to buy a DLC to get the actual ending. 
<laughs> okay. It was fair. fucking stupid. I enjoyed fair that enough. game, even though it was single. They got rid of the co-op. I was like, I know it's still a solid game. I still enjoy it. And it's like, yeah, to get the real ending, get the DLC. I'm like, it's not even out yet. Fuck you. I got to wait a couple months for the actual ending. This is stupid. Oh, oh my God. I think I played through four. My oh. one of my favorites was in Hitman. There was one of the stages um, and they did like a Christmas theme type thing for one of them with the uh, wet bandits from Home Alone as like hit targets. That's great. That, was that I one of the remember. recent Hitman ones or? Before? Yeah, I think it might have been 2016. I mean, the I could first one then? Up. I think the wet bandits yeah. thing was from two. Hitman two. The wet, band, too. the wet yeah the wet bandits one sounds familiar and i'm wondering if that was just like a timed elusive target it was i think it yeah. was yeah yeah because i don't think that was like an actual like story one no but it <laughs> happened at christmas because <laughs> that story is like pretty serious and just the wet bandits show up <laughs> during that like totally uh total world domination <laughs> someone is saying it's from two Hitman 1 was with the Chuckle Brothers. I don't remember that. What is the Chuckle Brothers? I don't remember either. Okay. All right. Uh, that, yeah. Man, Hitman rocks. Do you remember, do you remember how Hitman 3 came out this year? No, because I didn't play it, and I no. forgot it existed. January. Same. Came out in January. Yeah. Um, VGC Kenny writes with the Surgeon VR. Do you think that if Nintendo sat and iterated on the Virtual Boy from the mid '90s to around now, and then released it, they could also get that in on that market? They probably would have dominated it, to be perfectly honest, if they'd actually tried. But if I think they, they would have. I think they would have lost too much money because, like, they had the Virtual Boy, then the N64 lost against the PlayStation. I I wonder if they had kept doing it, if they would still be around. I don't I don't think they would have dominated it because that would that, that would require them to be on the forefront of technology, which they are not. Mm. But I think they, they would definitely be yeah. in there. They would definitely be in the market. I, be, I guess because they would be like, well, if you want to play the Mario VR game, you have to get Nintendo's thing. But if you want like yeah, right. the best looking VR, definitely don't go to Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, it might Super be kind of cool. Yeah, no, I, I think they would. Uh, Suku Suku writes in and says, "Have you ever hurt yourself while playing in VR?" Yes, the first time I tried out the Oculus Rift, uh, it was one of those sit-down demos, oh, and yeah. I there was like you can walk into this house and look around. So I did that, and I saw a fireplace. So I tried to look down and into the the chimney of the fireplace, and I smacked my head into the desk that was in front of me. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just that just shows how immersive it was. That you kind of you totally lost your surroundings. Yeah, I guess. I don't think I have. Not yet. I'm sure. It's I like coming. how you lead with "not yet" because like, I'm sure it's coming. Preparing yourself. I feel like there's been a bunch of close calls, but uh, the guardian thing that pops up usually. When I get close to it, I like back off a little bit and recenter myself and it's been okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if my if the PlayStation VR has a Guardian thing. Um however when the when I use the VR, I can see a little bit like down my nose, so I can kind of see where I am a bit in the room. Sure. Mm. Um yeah. I also have enough space. I haven't played many games where I'm like swinging around that much. 
Right, that too. I feel like most of the most of the VR games, I think I've actually been just using a controller, and it's more just like a cool environment. I guess there was Beat Saber, and that was swinging. Yeah, sure. not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Oops, lost my spot. Uh, the Phantom Aegis. What are your favorite video games? Oh, we're, let me just answer this question. Uh, Rasterman writes, my bicycle just got stolen and I can't do anything about it. When was the last time you had to make the best out of a shitty situation? Well, let me tell you about the year that this giant pandemic happened. (laughs) I mean, I know, obviously, he doesn't mean that. I've I've had had my car stolen. You got your car stolen? Twice, yeah. Two different cars, but not not the same. Did you get them back? Uh, One of them... I just left at the impound lot because it would have cost more to get it out and get it fixed than the car was even worth. So it and was found. I was like, it was found, and the police sent me a note saying, like, you need to come here, and I just said, fuck that. Like, tear it up. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that thing was, like, I don't... That was, like, my first car ever, and it was, like, cheap even when I got it. I'm not going to pay a few hundred dollars just to get it out and, like, a thousand dollars to get it fixed. So was it, so did I they like break in and hotwire it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was an older car so all they had to do was base they um used a flathead screwdriver to punch in the lock and then they just like punched in the uh the in the drive shaft and just like turned the ignition that way to like force it on basically. Okay. Okay. Good lord. Yes. So they would have had to you know completely fix a whole bunch of shit because they wrecked in so so i just didn't bother it's not worth it the second one did you get that one back the second one i got back uh they had just taken it for a joyride i think (laughs) i had a pack of smokes missing from like when i smoked in there and like yeah pretty much the same thing i got it fixed and then i just ended up like getting rid of that vehicle a few months later anyway so okay I'm I'm lucky I've never had my car broken into. I've had my mom's. My mom's car was broken into in Edmonton. Actually, I remember this because we parked it in kind of a, a, a kind of a weird area as we went to go to a dinner. Um, yeah. And I remember being like uncomfortable with the area because I was like a kid at the time. And we yeah. come back and we saw the uh, like the side, you know, the little like triangle mirror or not yep. mirror uh, window by mm-hmm. the uh, it was like one of those had been broken into. And my uh my sister's game boy had been stolen and i remember thinking like oh crap i left my game boy and my you know my game boy fanny pack in here and i was so sad that all my games were gone and then we got back to the hotel turns out i had left it in the hotel room oh man (laughs) (laughs) what about you john any terrible car situations uh, no car situations other than, you know, car accidents. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think the worst for my car was when I hit a patch of black ice and slid into the side of a shuttle bus. Fuck. Okay. That sucked. Cause that was me driving to the airport to fly home for Christmas. And, uh, I had, I had basically like used my holiday, like vacation day to get off of work. And then when I got back from that same trip after, you know, missed flight, because car had to get impounded, et cetera, got fired. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's got let go from my job the first day I got back. It sucked ass, dude. That was just wow. like the shittiest winter. That was the that, shittiest oh, Christmas break. Suck. Yeah. 
go out for Christmas sore from hitting a damn bus and then get back and it's just like, well, I got to pay for getting my car out. Oh, I don't have a job anymore. Was that here in the city or was that this was in here? Fortnite? That was my oh, okay. first job outside of uh, university. So it oh, was like, wow. extra, so yeah. And it also happened during recession. So getting a second job was hard. Sure. That's actually what led to me working at the store that uh, I hired Sean at. So, oh, okay. Sure. Right on. Well, there you go. Congratulations. Worked out. Yeah. Worked out in the end. Um, the only the only thing I can think of about something actually getting stolen though was uh, in university I was dating a girl and she loaned me her father's bike and oh shit I, I don't remember what happened to it if you want me to be honest I'm pretty sure it got stolen from the backyard but it like it happened like either right before or right after we had broken up so it was like a weird thing of like did she this take it and I up? just wasn't aware was it actually stolen oh man. Did she break up with you because it was stolen? She's like, that was... No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, she... she uh, we caught her making out with another girl, so we were just like, oh, well, I guess that's the end of that. Okay. It happens. Yeah. 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 They write songs about this shit, man. I, you know. <laughs> I got my bike stolen when I moved to San Francisco, which I feel like is almost a rite of passage because everyone I know who, like, moves to the Bay Area's bike gets stolen. <laughs> I remember this actually. I remember you talking about. Oh, this. it sucked! I remember just happened. coming out of the movie theater. I what did I had watched? It was a movie. It had Leonardo DiCaprio in it. It was downtown. Departed or not departed? Uh, no. The one Revenant, the bear. No, it was. It was not Revenant. Um, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, um, came out of the theater and the the tire had still been there because i didn't realize my bike at the time i had like quick release tires and i locked the tire to the thing so they just came flipped the thing and took my bike man that sucked uh and i just took a tire home with me and i held on to that tire for a while because i just didn't know what to do with it (laughs) eventually i I threw it out emotional support tire yeah Yeah. um yeah that sucked because i'd had that bike for a few years my mom got me that bike for birthday present that was the most expensive bike i've ever owned even to this this day and now I just bought a shitty bike and no one's stolen that one yet. So, All right, let's keep the bad news train going with Hebrew Lantern's question. What do you do when you've gotten shitty news? <laughs> you guys know it's Christmas, right? Like you yeah. guys wrote into the, the Christmas The happiest show. time of the year. <laughs> I feel bad if everybody's Christmas time is shitty at the moment. All right, shitty yeah. news. I feel like I- we've all had a shitty Christmas at the very least. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like in our lives, you mean, right? Not like yeah. this year necessarily. No, not necessarily this year, but yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. If I've had a bad day, I'm probably having chicken nuggets for dinner because I don't have to like think or do anything. I can just throw them in the toaster oven and do absolutely no prep work. And I'll what have do you dip them in? Uh, What's your go-to like hot dip? sauce. One of my, a hot one sauce? Of my many hot sauces. Sure. I'll listen to music. I'll like shut down for a bit kind of process maybe just play a game and and zone out just try to process it as best i can maybe get some some comfort food or something like that i definitely do the game thing just like escape also when i feel a little bit better i'll like google the problem just so i know that like other people have had it and one day i know i'm gonna have the problem (laughs) no one else has had and it's Mm. gonna be the worst day of my life but then you're gonna have to make the forum post for all the other i'm gonna be the one Yeah. yeah And then you got to make sure that after you find the solution, you delete it like two weeks later. So anyone who Googles the actual solution can't find it. 
yeah, not exactly. talking from experience of trying to fix any known tech problem ever. Oh my god, it's so annoying, especially when they come back and they're just like, "Hey, got it working, thanks, guys." Yeah, it's like, yeah. what did you do? Yeah, I always like seeing the response to that being, "Yeah, wait, what was the answer?" <laughs> yeah, or they'll and jump back the and be like, "Oh, that, never mind, I found it." It's like, but I, I didn't. I'm still looking for the option. And then the response of that's usually bump or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. Also go to the gym. Right. Going to the gym really like clears my yeah. head. And it'll turn like a lot of the time it's like, man, I just need to go to the gym and stop thinking about whatever's going on. Like a walk. Any physical activity helps yeah. with that for sure. Anything that breaks the, the monotony. Yeah. He, uh, sorry, that was Hebrew. Uh, last question from Linebeck. If you could replace the traditional Christmas turkey with any other meat, what would it be and how would you prep it? It's got some. It's got to be something that you think would impress your family and friends. I mean, this exists. Ham. It's a ham. Yeah. Yeah. So this has got to be something we can do. I've baked a ham from just like nothing. I, I ham. could if I couldn't figure it out, Reese could help me, but I could. I can follow recipes. I just usually yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think what would be the easiest. What can I get down? Because I've never baked a ham, but I mean, I, I can follow a recipe too. Um, but like, what would I want? I... The hardest part of the ham is actually cutting it after. Off the oh, bone. Really? Jesus. Yeah, it's a pain. Okay. Yeah, ham would be good. I I would love just if we go the, like the pork route, like some carnitas, or like kind okay. of, um, <laughs> yeah, sure. So it's like kind of shredded, and then like a pulled pork. You yeah, kind of a like pulled a pork, and then I'll I'll make sandwiches. I'd be way into that. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I've definitely made like ready to cook carnitas from like Costco. I'm sure it's way harder to actually have a chunk of ham and make it into the carnitas. So. No slow cooker and then you take a fork and then tear it apart pretty easy okay i gotta get those like wolverine claw ones yep that they sell in like the kitchen oh. yeah. yeah um all right that's, that's gonna do it. for questions if you'd like to send in a question for the last show of the year and i'm just gonna say you you should because i have a feeling that episode is going to be mostly questions <laughs> <laughs> um, or unless don't send in anything so it's the shortest episode we've ever done really episode 600 the shortest show we've that's ever true. done that's true also next <laughs> week's episode which battle 600 which um, battle do you want to choose what side do you want to be on <laughs> top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box uh what's your game of the week forgotten city uh sign our wild hearts I'll give it to the gunk. Gunk is real good. Uh, so things to look out for. Our Spider-Man No Way Home episode of TDP went live. That's our longest episode yet. I might say it's our best episode yet. Uh, but that might also be because it was probably the best movie we've watched so far. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, that's wow. why. Yep. We don't have a huge backlog of great movies either, though. <laughs> so... Uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland is a little <laughs> is not exactly yeah, up there. Followed by Venom 2. Uh, uh, if you haven't filled out the Game of the Year survey for our community Game of the Year uh, thing for our Game of the Year episode, do that. There's links to it on the Twitter. There's links to it in the Discord. So definitely fill it out. And I just recently put up the January TDP Plus poll 
for what next month's game is, so go vote on that um, for the next episode of Slab. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.